Welcome back, beautiful people of Christian Community Church. Oh, wait. Community Christian Church. Oh, wait. Hey, we're in the ghetto. You see what's doing here in the ghetto. Do the ghetto ghetto wedding. Hi, Roger. And there's two others online. I don't know who. Oh, that makes me say the beat. Words 12, Romans 12, 6. Absolutely yeah. correct. Hey, a uh, <laughs> little reminder. A little reminder is that we have good news nights tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow. So people, please be here. Chosen three. I shall be here. One. Mm -hmm. Chosen three. Season three, episode I one. I last night the, the last one. Oh, oh it's so bomb, huh? Oh, yeah, this is the best season. I choked on the I told man. you that's the one that got me. That one, that one was awesome. I'm so glad that I didn't miss the first episode. Thanks, yeah, Mary. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, For being the only one who. Came. Another thing is, is woman's study is Saturday. So. I was told it was this Saturday. Ali was told it was this Saturday too. I was told by informants that it was this Saturday, so we're saying this Saturday. And if what happened? I'm sorry. Wrong, wrong. What are we talking about? Woman's study. Is that tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, yeah so there you go. Saturday. There's, not, not there's my informant. There's not, not tomorrow. tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Saturday. <laughs> There's is every other week, and our men's breakfast is once a month. And so then yeah. the women's and men's breakfast it is was on right the 26th. Yeah. Saturday, August the 12th at 9 a.m., and then on Saturday, August 26th is the women's and men's breakfast. Exactly. Correct the morning. <clears throat> Nick, are you off that day? Are you going to speak that day? What day? The 26th. Uh, what's that phone? Saturday. Um, not, not, not. It's two weeks away. It's like a 50 50 because he's had me switch my days recently, so I'm just, alternating. Just tell him. These are the same friends I had like a month ago. I can have something ready just in case the are Okay. Are you, you ready? Oh. Are you good? Yeah, Mike. You're like, you're is it September 9th? <laughs> September? No. I'd love to hear you. No. Yeah. September. The it's beach a men's breakfast. What are you talking about? Isn't that September 9th? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask my informant. Hey, it's September 9th. That's the beach trip, right? Can we, can we get started? Yeah. Please. You're my informant. Yeah, it is. It is a it is a Saturday, so I'm gonna say. Trying to learn here. Okay. Remember September 9th. Remember, the Lord teaches you. We don't. I know how. We just we just share what is. So we just show you what's on the menu. Exactly. <laughs> show what's on the menu. So the Lord can teach. Right. We just share what He shares to us. That's a little nugget of information. Is it? All right, so we're in 12? Yes. We finally started Four, Romans? We're in 12, 6. 12, 6. You guys realize we finally started the letter, right? Yes. It's like a whole different section. So what was the first What was the yeah. first section? Theology. Yeah. Remember? You remember? According to okay. The three sinners. Then once you're justified, you're always justified. Then you become sanctified, right? And then you find hope in that in, in doing so. Yes. Right? Yes. And we realize God never leaves us or forsakes us. Right? Hi, Allie. 
And then he talks. Then then he goes into um, everyone is the same. Everyone. Well, no, that was in the first three centers. No, that's also in the last chapter. No, that's about the Israelites, isn't it? Where everyone is equal, they can. They all have the equal chance yes. in God's God's grace. The branches. Just given the outline of the whole book so far. Yeah, this last section, chapter was about. Well, the last three chapters were about the Israelites, right? Yeah. Well, Israelites and. I could, I could be wrong. No, you're right. Go ahead. <laughs> no. No. Okay. I live my head. Doesn't matter. You're right. You're right. I promise. <laughs> Did we pray? Not yet. Thank you, brother. Let's pray in. Is ready? Yes, sir. Father, we just want to come to you, Lord. Just we want to thank you, Father, for this time together. And um, Lord, every time I think about it, I think about us gathering, Lord, in your name. I think about the just the little sacrifice we make, Lord, to to be here with each other. And and then I think it's not a sacrifice at all because it's just a joyful time to be in your house with your people, Lord. And, and uh, I just want to thank you for that heart that we have, Father, to be here to to hear you, Lord, to be in your word together, to grow thank together you, in you, Lord. You're just an amazing God. And, and Lord, when we're seeking you, we, we come together and we seek you as a body as well. And I just think it's amazing. Make this time just an amazing time, Lord, for us to know you. and. Wake us up to your truth. Maybe maybe in this next passage of Scripture, one of us will find our gifts that you've been sharing with us, you know, the things we're supposed to be doing. And um, I just ask that you'll um, awaken us, Father, to something new, Lord, something, or, or refresh us, Father, with something that uh, you share with us in a, in a way that causes us to see it again. Whatever it is, Lord, we're, we're here, Lord, and we don't want to be here uh, if we're not listening. We want to be here to hear you, Lord. And uh, so, Lord, I, I like this, what somebody said on Sunday, and I used to pray like this when I was a young Christian, Lord, but uh, forgive us, Father, uh, for where we fail you. And um, forgive our trespasses, everything, Lord, so that um, so we can be one with you right now, tonight, Father, and we can experience you in a way that, um, that it's supposed to be. And uh, so speak to us, Lord. Let us hear your voice in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Alright, so we are in Romans 12. Verse 6. Verse 6. I can't believe I was not here for the first five. Are you going to read all of right now? Oh, is it? I thought it was two sections. Yeah, I thought I thought that was two sections. I thought read one three. No. It's the next section. At nine. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, we're still on the same part. You guys want me to read? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to take over? No, I'm just. You guys are having a conversation by yourself, and we're all here, so I'm getting looks from people. Okay. <laughs> all right, we'll just strictly. No, that's okay. Let's get into it. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. For by the grace given me, 
I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of you. For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy. In accordance with your faith, if it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is to give, if it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it, if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. That's where you guys are stopping at. Yeah, until okay. the next part, which will probably get us to today. Yeah, because like in my Bible, that's two sections. Mm-hmm. That's what I was talking about. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have any insight on the first five verses since you weren't here? <laughs> we might not get anywhere if we back up. You can give it a quick synopsis. All right, so did you guys go over what uh, worship was? Like what you guys thought about it? Like what do you think of worship? What is worship to you? Praise the Lord for me. I praise Him for everything I have, everything that I go through every day. It's honor Him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's honor Him. Yeah. And the, how do you honor Him? By praising, uh, reading, have a relationship with Him, intimate relationship, one on one. Yeah, they're all good answers. Yeah, they're all great answers. They're all part of the answer. But to actually worship something, somebody, you act just like them. You want to be them. Yeah, and you become uh, like them. And that's the part a lot of Christians leave out that we want to be just. We want to. I was telling somebody today, I said, you need to learn to put into practice what you already know. And when you, when you get really good at that, knowing who he is, uh, and, and putting into practice what he's already shared with you, then he'll give you more. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, that's the true act of worship. Yeah. When you worship something, somebody, you, you want to be that person. You know, look at those commercials, Be Like Mike. Every kid was wearing his tennis shoes, wanted to play basketball. You know, yeah. he, he, you know they had—they knew exactly what they were doing. People worship these little actors, and they worship these little singers. You know, they want to be just like them, and they—they they wear their clothes, and, and they entertain people with the same music. And you know, we're Christians. We're we're Jesus Juniors. We're Christ-like. Amen. And boy, what a beautiful thing it is that we'll actually put it into practice. Yeah, um, that—that's the beauty of it because worship is. Um, to get to that praise that where you're thanking God for everything, where you're singing to God, you have to understand uh, who He is. And in doing so, like the first thing that you do is you pray to Him, right? And, and, and through prayer, you start to build a relationship because with, with come prayer, it sets you, what, what it does is it sets your mind straight to walk with God. So you'll, when you set yourself in prayer, 
uh, you're more likely to open the Bible when you think you need to open the Bible, right? Like if you wake up and you're like, I'm not going to talk to God today, you're probably not going to read your Bible that day, you know. But if you wake up and you like give thanks to the Lord and, you know, you, you do this, you're setting your mind straight. So when that time comes, you, you'll you probably open your Bible more likely than you, you won't. I'm not saying like, you know, it's... 100% true but like you the, your the statistic probably is if you if you're building a relationship with the Lord through prayer you're more likely to uh, also build a relationship on getting to know who he is you know because you can't really truly act like a Christian until you know who what a Christian is right and you can't you can't do that if you don't know who Christ is right and you do that by reading the Bible because you can go through every page and find them you know, he's on every page. It's right here. Yeah, and um, and in doing all those things, twins. <laughs> in doing all those, you'll you'll uh, you'll you'll understand who he is and what he's done for us, and and then you get to that praise. You know that 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 is the worship that people like. People have turned worship into a concert recently in America, right? So like, um, that's all they think worship is. They just think it's the music and the lyrics and and giving praise to God, but it's more than just that. Like, it, it, what they're doing isn't wrong. It's just there's more to it than just that one aspect. You know, it's only it's only a piece. It actually comes from worship. Yeah, it, you can only really truly understand worship the way that you know God really has meant it to be is through the first two parts mm -hmm. in act and then the third part is like a like almost an enlightenment where you're like throwing your hands up in the air because you're like wow I can't believe this is like this yeah. is this you know I have a question and I guess it might be a wrong question but didn't that come from King David you know how he was out there singing and dancing yeah is that word this I mean that's that's praise, right? That's praise, right? Yeah. So that's so it's a piece of what worship is, right. right? And why was why was King David giving praise? Because he knew who God was and what God did for him. You know, he wasn't just praising God because, whoa, there's a God out there. No, he knew who God was and he knew what God did for him, which caused him to dance around and you know sing and do all and kinds just of crazy do all stuff. All kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know, because he truly understand what God did for us. Mm -hmm. So worship is not just music. It's the entire just, act right. of it. Right. And, and there's like a, there's a walk that everybody, in, in your walk, it gets to a point where you just like, where it clicks. Yeah. And you just go, wow, this is crazy, you know. Yeah. And the, the worship becomes so much more because you get it, you yeah. know. You get it. It's not just like, you know, like the best way I could describe it is. I got um, the uh, especially when I was leading worship, all uh, uh, the music that a worship director in the church does. It's not just to be the only source of worship in the church; it's to, to usher in the rest of the service, and it's to also edify the people that are there as well. Yeah, the best way I could describe it is like it's through the trade I learned. Right when I first started doing electrical. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just told to go do this and run that, right? And then one day, the guy was like, oh, that light's not working. Go figure it out, you know? And I had to figure, I had to take the light apart, figure it out, and then all of a sudden it clicked, and then I knew how electricity ran just from then on in, you know? And it was, it's kind of the same way when you, when you apply that, uh, 
the entire act of worship because worship changed for me from that point. Like I used to not really like worship, you know, when I was a baby Christian. I was like, no, I want to get to know what this is saying, you know. I could care less for what the music says, you know, and then it clicked. And now the the lyrics like sing scripture to me, you know. It's crazy. And there's like so much more to it. So I I, I feel like when 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 Paul's talking about true and proper worship, that that's that's what we got to look as worship. It's not just the music, you know, because a lot of people literally take this verse and just use it for music, you know, when it's more than just music. It's pretty much like, like Jacob, like what he says, you know, you're leading the people, the body of Christ. You're leading us, so all of our burdens should be left in the altar, right? Yeah. That's how why you know that that worship is more like he says more. Yeah. Because they're leading us, and we're and we're right there leaving all of our burdens, all of our worries in the altar. Here you are. Mm. Now here comes the word. Yeah. Because because when you when you when you figure out who God is, you figure out like the two most important thing. Well, the most important thing is to love your God and then love your neighbor. Yeah. Right. Right. And in doing those two things in that. You're 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 giving yourself up, yeah. you know, because most of us like our neighbor will like hit us or something, or you know, some random guy will cut you off on the on the freeway or something, and then there goes your Christianity, you know, it's gone out the door or something, oh, you know, about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or <laughs> you know, or or you go through some type of. I always say there. I think I said it with Mary in the car. I always say, I always say, oh, that person must be in a hurry to get the church, you know. And it makes everybody laugh. <laughs> it's, it's the best phrase I've ever heard, and now I use it. Thank you so much. It changes your outlook. Yeah, because yeah, they don't stop at stop signs. They don't stop at red lights. They zoom through them. So oh yeah. They must be in a hurry to get the church. <laughs> yeah. My ver- my verse uh, or my version says. Uh, I, urge, I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. And then it says, this is your spiritual act of worship. And there's a footnote where spiritual says reasonable. Yeah. And so this is this is a complete, and worship is a complete and total surrender of yourself. Yeah, and that's why I was God. getting to the point. Yeah. That's why I wanted to say. And it's reasonable yeah, because. Yeah. But. What did Jesus do for that's us? That's the mercy I mean, part, right? Yeah. Of his mercy, but that's why I was trying to tell you guys the the stuff really that you're talking about is praising God. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's different than worship. That comes from worship. Okay, when you I tried to say it a minute ago, but when you worship somebody, you want to be them. So when you put everything Jacob was just talking about into practice, a relationship with him, growing, knowing who he is putting the things he's sharing with you into your life because you were born again into a new life okay the praise that you guys are talking about comes out of that life because of all the things he's done for us but worship is actually you and i surrendering ourselves right to be like him in every situation with every person around us everything and and uh and then from that comes the praise. Mm-hmm. It's praise and worship. That's yeah. the praise comes from that because, like, I can't sing a song like Jacob was so beautiful when he said that. I can't sing a song without hearing God's word. Yeah. But not only do I hear God's word, I have a view of my life yeah. and how those words change my life. 
And I am today who I am because of that. It makes me want to praise Him more. I, I get up and I stand up in church and I sing loud and I don't care what anybody thinks because God's touching me with yeah. my life that He changed. You know? And that to me is like, it's priceless. Yeah. yeah. It's literally priceless. And that's why we praise Him. Yes. Amen. Amen. If we're not praising Him, really praising Him, it's because our life isn't priceless like it should yeah. be. We need to sacrifice everything to him be, yeah. to be like him in every way. Right. It's, it's, I know that I know I talk too much and it's too no. much. But it's so true what you say because yeah. that's how I feel too. Like I was, he called me. He, he pulled me from the world, mm-hmm. you know, from all that. That, yeah. yeah. So to yeah. me, when I'm here and I, and I, you're right, mm-hmm. I, that's focus in my heart. Yeah. You call me. You and what is he calling you to? Something better. Better. Yeah. Or made for. I got to witness to somebody today, you guys, and it was really beautiful. I got to share something with them that was life changing, and they're and they're Christians. They're a Christian, but they weren't they were they weren't acting like one, and so they were, their their life is in chaos. And I got to share with them today about how you know the question was brought to me. The question was brought to me. How do you do this? How do you, it's like they can't believe that I don't ever get angry. That I don't, you know, all these different things, you know? And I told them I wasn't always like that. God created that in me, you know? And I praise him for that because I don't have that chaos anymore. You know, that's why I told uh, my dad when Jacob and I were out there, I keep sharing with you guys, but it's so true. I think I would die within five years. If I had to go through that every day, I think the stress would kill me. I don't know how he does it. I, between the church, home, work, friends, family, everything, in five hours, I had more chaos in my life in that house than I've had in five years in my life. Probably I have less chaos in my life than I've experienced in five hours in that house. That's God. Right? And I was raised in a house just like that. I understand that house. But I'm not that person anymore. I don't have that around me. I don't want it around me. Yeah, it actually goes into what you're talking about goes into the next two verses or the next part of the, I guess, verse two. You know, um, that was another thing I wanted to, to touch on. It says, do not conform. That's do not conform to the pattern of this world. Right. But but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. Like, I, I think uh, that shows a, a, that part of the verse shows such a beautiful picture because every, everyone is raised in a, a, such a way, right? Everybody is raised by something, you know, and yes. you become some, of something like that, right? There's some aspect of your life that is implemented into it. And um, for most of us, um, we grow up in the world and we're conformed to the world. But Christ came to show us something better, and we put down those things of the world to be conformed to the the, the new, you know, what we're supposed what we're supposed to be, you know. And then you start to realize, oh, I'm on the outside of this, you know. People are going through all this chaos, and they like don't know the answers to things because they're trying to figure it out. When you're on the outside of it, and you're like, oh, I was there once, you know. Let me help them out of that, you know. And like sometimes you're just trying, and they just can't see it because they're they're stuck in that 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 thought process they're so consumed you know that but that's the beauty of christ is, you have to go get a coke, 
the severe crisis. He didn't text back, man. I don't text. I texted twice. Oh, you did? Yeah, I A few weeks ago. Show me my texts. Uh, he didn't get glasses. <laughs> <laughs> my sister. Oh. In fact, I was mad because you didn't answer me. I remember. <laughs> I texted you. How are you going to sit there and lie? I ain't lying. <laughs> well, who did I text? You're the only one I know that by net. Salt of the world. Okay, so I like when you said yelling at me about. Hold on, no, I can't go. She texted my. She texted my landlord. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, speak a little louder. What verse are you on right now? That was verse two. We talk about this. Oh, back over the back. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the, oh, did I mess he asked if I wanted to touch on any of that, and I just thought, yeah, those two are like, uh, I think these two verses are one of the most important verses in like the entirety of what I've read. I've read like seventy percent of the whole thing, but like not. Angie, this is this is Tony. Hey, how you doing? That's my exchange student from Germany. Is that right? You yeah. talk English? Yes. Okay. <laughs> she does. Oh, okay. Angie don't speak English. Angie speaks gangster. Anyway, back to the Bible. She's from Germany. I thought she talked German. Well, she does. Deal with him somehow. All right. Continue. All right, so here we go. Where are we at? We're in Romans 12. Verse 2 now. We're still there? Yep. No, actually, we, we made a chapter more than you. Than you were last year, yeah. Wait a minute. Let me find it. One, two, three. Because one so to, to continue on what I was talking about is once you realize... Twelve. You're on the outside of that that pattern of the world because you've been renewed. Oh, oh, oh! Just a real fast thing. Don't forget me. Real fast. Okay. This is this is not a dictator. We're no longer. Uh, we're still in the world, but we're no longer of the world. The Bible says that. Yes. Right. Right. Exactly. We're still in the world, but we're not of the world. Not of this world. We're still in the world, but we're no longer of this world. Of this world. And once you get to that point where you realize, like, oh wait, I'm not in the chaos, you know, um, that means you, you you've built some type of relationship with God, and the 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 veil. Yeah, the veil came off, or the scales fell from your eyes, you know. And, and, and you'll be able to, with that relationship that you're building, you'll be able to test and prove what God's will is because you know who God is, right? And then you'll be able to do it. And that's the whole thing. You know? That's verse three. Yeah. Oh, it's good, pleasing, and perfect. That's verse two still. Yeah, that's verse two. <laughs> Are we missing more people? Continue. Besides yeah. me, <laughs> um, so you're not here. Those are those are like the the two main things that I wanted to go over. Uh, I mean, verse three is pretty good, you know, like um, w which we've already learned, you know, to treat each other as equals, like yeah. you know, there like there's no hierarchy, but there is an order to God, right? Like so, some people will hold certain aspects, you know, and we'll, we all can't be those one aspects. It's like it's just an order, you know. But there's no hierarchy. Like there's like Pastor Matt doesn't get up there and put on a giant hat that Memo always talks about, right? You guys never bought me one. 
Yeah. I'll buy you one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that's what it takes. Only if it says done sign. You know? Um, <laughs> like, whether you're the... Whether you're the pastor of the church or the, you know, the door holder of the church, you know, right. we're, we're still equal, you know, and... That's the whole next passage we're going to get into. Right. Yeah. So, Hi, Cindy. We'll just go. We love you, no, too. I, I, I would like to talk about the soberness. Oh, okay. Just for a second. Okay, so do you want me to touch on it or do you want to touch on it? You can touch on it if you want. No, no, no. You want to well, touch yeah, on it. I'm lost. I just, Romans for me, 12, I want to show you... I'm going to share this with you guys for just a second, okay? I know exactly what you're going to share. What? Three. Because they're going over the soberness. We're going so over two. Sober yeah. judgment? Yep. Sorry, you're going to call three. The only time... Where it says sober. The only time, you guys, that... Um, like, I see things all the time, okay? I see oh, things with wow. my neighbors. I see things with people in the church. I see things like weird stuff going on, right? And the only time a person... Um, I see things that when I was working a lot where people would be little people and do all these things to people. The only time a person ever does that, especially in the church or in Christ, is because somewhere deep inside them they think they're better. What right do we have to mistreat anybody? What right do we have to mistreat anybody? You know what I mean? Like, I'll share things with you guys, especially scriptural, but I've never mistreated any one of you. You know what I mean? He might hunk you. I, yeah, I'm perfect. These young guys, that's well, and him. That's just fun, you know. That is but, just fun. But the reality it's is always fun. that we don't have that right. We don't have that right to do that to anybody, not even a child, you know. And um, and I see it a lot. I see really bad things a lot, and I think to myself, that's not right. That's not of God. So especially in the church, you know, this needs to be such a place, you guys. And, and I feel this way, and sometimes it gets stolen from me when I'm here. But it needs to be a place we all run to, because yeah. the it chaos, be. the chaos is out there, mm-hmm. and we need to come in here to get rid of the chaos and 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 to get built up again, so we can go back out there and deal with that and still be who we are in Christ. You know, you know? You're so right with that. You know, like today, you know, Orlando has been struggling all week with his kidney stones. So uh, earlier at four, he started taking his pain medication, broke it down. He took four and I go, no more, because he was in a lot of pain. But he wanted, are you ready? Let's go. I got to do stuff at church. Like, you're right. He wanted to run and be here. Right. Even by himself. By himself. So I'm like, okay, because we're in. Okay, let's go. So I grab all my stuff. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And I was here helping him. Mm-hmm. And then I could see as soon as he got in. <gasps> Man. And I could tell. Yeah, and we we and, need to. Be and here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. What you said is beautiful because I've had the same experience mm-hmm. I for thirty years. But the church isn't this place, even though we have peace here. Mm-hmm. We need to have that same peace with each other. Amen. We need to run to each other. Yes. We need to, we need to, I called Angie today because I was mad I haven't seen her. I knew she wasn't in Texas all that time. You know what I mean? But I love my sister. I didn't say I was. It's cra- I know you didn't. As crazy as she <laughs> I is. I want to come. As crazy as she is and, and out, you know, just out there, you know what I mean? Um, I love my sister. So... I get excited when I see her, and I know that she needs to see us. I, I know, do, and I know we're I do. See each I'll other. admit, I missed you guys a lot. You know, and you know, I'll admit, seriously, I, I'm yeah. gonna say, say truthfully, honest. Like, there's stuff going on right now that I can't deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, and and instead of running to God, I'm running, I'm running circles around myself. You know what I mean? 
Uh, and then, like, I told God the other day, I was like, man, I was like, I need you, man. And I ran away from you instead of running towards you. And I was like, and it's crazy that, like, he called me. He called me. And every time, I don't know if he fills me or what, but every time I'm going through something really, really strong, this man always calls me. Andrew, where you at? How you doing? God bless you. You know, and I'm like, if Matt ain't never gave up on me, I've been the biggest idiot to him. Out of everybody in this church, I'll admit, I've been the, big, the biggest. And we need to be like that. Apple. Each and one of us. You, said you know what I mean? Each and one of us. And, and I shouldn't I shouldn't do that, you know? And then I tell God, like, why did I do that? And I'm like, man, you, you, you hurt the people you love the most. You know what I mean? And I'm like, man, God, like, I don't want to use Matt as like a, Punch, a punching bag. No, you know what I mean? Don't use me as a Matt. He called me today and it felt good. And I had told him, I was like, man, man, that's crazy because I was, I told God today, man, I'm going to go to Bible study today. I was going to come Tuesday, but stupid stuff has been going on. And, um, yeah, like crazy, you know what I mean? And I'm like, man. And then Sunday I was going to come to church and still something, I'm like, man, you know what? Like, I'm paying, giving this all my attention instead of giving it to God. You know what I mean? Mm. Yes. And we I'm wearing talking, myself out. We were just talking about the chaos being out there and not in us anymore. Yeah, yeah so you know, and I, I told God, like, I want peace. Amen. You know, whatever you got to do, remove me from whoever's keeping me from peace. And you, know what? They, and you know what? You know what they told me? Honestly, God, I told God that morning, Thursday morning, and Thursday they threw me out. I was like, what the heck? I was like, okay, God, I'm cool with it. It hurt, but I'm cool with it. You know what I mean? So it's like we need to come to the Lord. Yeah. Get give up, give him all, because He will calm our storm. Not just that, honestly, you guys. The storm won't be there. Right. You understand? We create the storm. Right. Because yeah. of the decisions yeah. we make outside we're, of it. We're on the outside of it. Yeah. Because yeah. The, the storm is just everybody else. Yeah. Either that or we're in the eye. <laughs> We've been in the eye of a storm, huh, Paul? Right. Yeah. A huge hurricane. Drove into it. Wow. It was so <laughs> and, calm in there. And it's so Everything around is trees <laughs> falling, houses being blown away. We're like, wow. <laughs> Because, you know, when I was, when we were here in VBS, right, there was stuff going on in my job. Stuff. Phone calls were ringing, calling me, but I was busy. I had all, we had all of our grandkids at home. We were busy. And when I go back, chaos. And I'm like, oh my God, Lord. Oh my God. I was not part of that. Amen. God just kept me away to light to everything. And when I came, I'm like, Oh wow! You look. I know. Yeah, you know, tired, but yeah, what's going on? And he's seeing this little glow, yeah, awesome. like this little, little beam, this yeah. light. Yeah. Amen. But it's right. It's and then you know we, what they wonder? They're like, they "How wonder. do I get that?" Okay, so yeah, mm-hmm. they do. Wonder. So let's get back into what I was oh, talking okay, about. Okay, what are you talking I about? No, I didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. I did. The one part I didn't finish. You guys got it though, which is beautiful. Okay, sober judgment. Sober judgment. You understand? We can't have what we're talking about 
without knowing that others are more important than we are. Yeah. We need to have a sober judgment. We only mistreat people and say and do things, or we don't humble ourselves because we think we have something above somebody else, and that's wrong. Even if you're a pastor's wife, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. Okay, I just, I'm just making sure. But I want to tell you this. But what? I want, but I want to tell you this too. Okay. What? No, this goes with it. I don't, I don't. That doesn't mean anything to me. This goes with it. Okay. Not everybody's going to be where you are. You're here to, to hear from God so that He can change your. We just said the renewing of your mind, right? Mm-hmm. You change that, right? Not everybody's going to be where you are, and I tell the church all the time, and this is true, okay? Whether they're a pastor's wife or a pastor, even it doesn't matter, okay? Here's the truth: your faith is not contingent upon their character, upon what they're saying or what they're doing. You need to be who Christ is calling you to be, and you don't change because somebody's doing that. Mm-hmm. You get it? Okay, and also in that, you also have to remember what? that it's not just alcohol or drugs that impair your judgment. When you're in a certain state and, say, you're getting heated with someone, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to represent God, but I'm of sober judgment, so I'm going to tell him what's what. <laughs> So you're getting all heated. That's not sober judgment. And that's not sober judgment. No. You have to be okay, calm. So just Your emotions have to evaluate you. yourself. No? Okay, yeah, but that's not our place. That's God's that's place. That's right. right. Yeah. Here's the thing, right. you guys. Are you guys ready to watch? What he said is beautiful. What Nick said is beautiful. Yeah, it's great. It's a wonderful. sober judgment, you guys, is being able to look inside of ourselves and know. Do you get it? We need to take a sober judgment of our character. We need to know who we are. And it's it needs to be God. Yeah, yeah it's, it's perfect with what you said about people causing the storm. Because mm-hmm. when you think, oh, yeah, I'm above the storm, I'm outside of it, you're raising your own storm. Yeah, exactly. Everything in my life that has ever gone wrong, I did to myself. Yeah. It's a fact. Yes, yeah, me too. Right? And the closer I got to the Lord, I started making different decisions. Those different decisions, because I was sober, because He was teaching me right from wrong and, and, and the harm I was doing to everybody and the harm I was doing to myself and everything, right? He was teaching me that. That's being born again. You're learning to live righteously in Him. Amen? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what the world's doing. No. That's the problem. Somebody attacks us, we attack back. No. Okay? That, yeah. that never changes anything. That never changes anything. Sure you understand? Mm-hmm. Right? It never changes anything. When you still love that person, that changes something. Casey says... You run to the Father, and the chaos disappears, and you find rest in the shadows of the Almighty. Amen. That's hard it's Psalm sometimes. 91. It's super what hard. Is it? But when you put it in Psalm 91. Listen, it's super hard. Angie said that's hard sometimes. It's super hard in the world. But what does God say about His yoke and His burden? It's easy. 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 In life. Yeah. See, because we take on the yoke of the world and the things of the world again, that makes it hard. But when we stay in Him, it's easy. And you let Him carry your burden and your yoke. Amen. You, you see that uh, Psalm 23 up there? Oh, yeah. A lot of people use it for memorials or this or that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what um, they're talking about here. The Psalm for life. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me by still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. His name's sake, so that we don't make Him look bad in the world. Go on. Exactly. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. 
For thou art with me, the rod and thy staff, they comfort me. They prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. That's right. That you know, that was bomb. That's what we're talking about. Exactly. That's when my your life in Christ makes a difference in the life of the person who's trying to abuse you or to do the things they're doing. You understand? Mm-hmm. Sure. It's like every married couple, when one gets saved and the other doesn't, and then the other comes later, the one who got saved has to humble themselves and submit to, to Christ to win the other person. You understand? I've been in people's homes where that person comes to church every week, but they don't do that. Right? And they're constantly asking for prayer for that person. But in their home, there's still chaos. Because the person's keeping the chaos, even though they know better now. It's not going to change. Keep doing the things you've always done and see if you'll ever get a different result. You won't. But we keep doing it. It's all we know. Until we know Him. When we get to know Him, he changes those things about us. And when he changes us, he changes the situation. I've seen it. I've seen the movie a thousand times. I could stand here for weeks and give you testimony. You know, on that Psalms 23, I, I didn't understand. My my mom, that was when she was young. That was, she will always read it to us. And out loud, like she memorized it. And I, I understand. Yeah, you see Why? the part right she there? She was already, I think. You see the part where it says, he prepares a table before us amongst our enemies? Yeah. He's talking about us living in him in such a way yeah. that people start to take notice. Yeah. yeah. And he puts us in opportunities to share with the people who are our enemies because of him. Yeah. You get it? I get Even it. Even amongst yeah. the chaos all around us, yeah. that's in the presence of him. That's right. And what happens when you share Christ in that moment at that table? Because the table's where we're eating. Yeah. When you share him in that moment, you guys, it, it literally wakes up and changes the life of the other person. Every one of us are sitting here from a situation just like that. Yeah, I see it. You get it? Yeah. That's crazy, huh? That's great. <laughs> Anyways, nobody's listening anyway. I, I, amen. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. I have millions, millions and billions of Bibles, right? And you know that I found a Bible that I could actually, like, read through with no problems? I was like, what the heck? And I just barely found it. Like, I want to say what, Thursday or Friday. And I was like, well, okay, I guess you want me to read this. Because it's something now I could read. Because, you know, I get frustrated. I always told you, Matt, I get frustrated when I read the Bible because I don't know how to... You know, I could read it and I don't understand it. And then I have to read it again, read it again, read it again. But this one was like, oh, this is cool, sweet. I got it. With any language. Yeah, you're, you know what I mean? You know, the thing is, is your ears are, you're, you're, you're ready to hear it. Yeah. You know, too. Turn I don't even want to talk to you. I'm mad at you, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he still loves you, Ash. Yeah. I'm still mad at you. You're getting rid of my truck, <laughs> man. <laughs> You don't like the new one? No, I don't. Now we're talking about that. Darn. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't. All right. And listen to the verse while we're there, okay? Verse 3. It says, for by the grace given me. You catch that? By the grace given me. I say to every one of you, do not think 
of yourselves. You know what that grace is you guys given him? To him understanding what it's the understanding. The grace given me, I shared with you tonight what that really meant. Do you get it? Listen, you know what that grace is? That grace is a new life. Yeah. That grace is who you become. When we don't even deserve it's, it. Yes, you're, it's undeserving. Uh, undeserving. Uh, how, what's the definition? I can't remember anymore. Unmerited, Unmerited favor. favor. It's undeserving grace that he gives you for who you are. And when you start to understand it and you begin to live like him, then that grace given you, you share with others. Mm-hmm. That's how you. That's how it works. You get it? Isn't that beautiful? And so he's coming. With that that was given to me, you guys, okay? He says, do not think yourselves more highly than you ought to. Let's, let's, let's come down to earth. Let's let God work in our lives so we're not that person anymore. You know, what? When, when, um, one of the scriptures that always sticks with me is that I'm not a child anymore. And Jacob was just sharing with you guys, we were raised in this world to live a certain way. And every one of our homes were different, but it was all chaos, all different, yeah. right? Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm an adult now. Yes. Right? And if I'm a sober adult, and I can only get sober in Christ. Because reality is only found in Him, okay? If I'm a sober adult, then I can make decisions now. God doesn't even want to make decisions for you. He opens you up to see the truth. Right? So that in him you can make the right decision. He's not a brainwasher. He sets you free. Amen? He he sets you free to see what's really happening. He wakes you up. It's so beautiful, you guys. And when the sun sets you free. Amen. You're free indeed. So, So we can take a sober judgment of ourselves. Right? Through that grace that was given to us. We don't have to mistreat somebody that's trying to mistreat us. We don't have to get mad at somebody because they don't agree with us. You know, it's easier if it doesn't go against Christ just to agree with them and help them and lift them up and build them up. Yeah. Amen? Amen. We don't have to be right. You, you understand the beauty of it? No. I always, well, you don't, Pump? No, you don't have to be right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I feel the same way as you, Pump. I've already taken that back. Actually, I'd have had Angie do it for me. So, <laughs> no, it's messed up, right? But... But you guys hear what I'm saying? Just yes. look at every one of us struggle with yes. what I'm talking about. Every one of us struggle. Every one of us struggle with it, okay? But the closer we get to the Lord, the less we're going to struggle with it. Yes. The closer, the more we, uh, the more we put it into practice, the more we're going to understand it. You, you know, I, I, I see people acting that way sometimes, and it, it, I don't even get mad, right? I, I kind of relate to them, like, like. I know what they're going through. I've been there. I've lived that. I've it, acted that. That's that sober judgment. That's a sober judgment. Like, what are they struggling with so oh, bad? I've been that through that. Yeah. They have to act this way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and then you find a way to share Christ with them so that they can be relieved from those things. And you have Bible studies like this where we all sit and we're reading the Word and we hear it. You know. And how many of us are waking up to it right now? Right. The difference between waking up to it and putting it into practice. Is receiving it. Right. Yeah. So so start putting it into practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's so Jesus. true because I could share this with me in Orlando. In the beginning, you know, there were huge heated arguments. Now, I noticed as we continue walking, we're learning, we're applying, it, whew, now we take it to prayer. We both pray. Either right. he comes and grabs my hand, let's pray, or I pray, both of us, and we come to an agreement. 
So it is. See, that's good, man. You're right. Like, I, I have no pride. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah, that's, so that's the biggest struggle. That is. That's a soldier. Bam! Yeah. Yeah. What? 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 <laughs> so Judy says, I'm not having pride. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Judy says, we need to. We need to strive to be like Christ, we know him. although we will always fall short mm -hmm. until our appointed time. Yeah. And then Casey said, uh, Ephesians 1 is a perfect example of what our true identity is, which yeah. is righteousness. Also, Ephesians 6, for the armoring up every day in the spirit. The armoring up. So that when we, That's so really when good. the chaos happens, we are covered. Also, wearing the garments of praise always, holding on to that praise and gratitude when, when the winds pick up. And then Psalm 23 is the most comforting scripture that brings peace. It's one of the best. I'd rather use it at funerals. We miss you, Casey. Yeah. But she coming on down and teach us something. She's so close. She's right across the phone. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's righteous. It's, it, all those things were righteous. You know the armor in, in the sixth chapter of Ephesians? It's something you never take off. You, know, right. you, you just grow in it. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of people take it off and put it on, take it off and put it on, and they, and they get caught in the chaos. So that's what I've been doing. Oh, man, I forgot. Come on, man. You guys ever see the movie like uh, Alita Battle Angel? Then, oh, there's a scripture. Wait a minute, real fast. There's a scripture. Be quiet. Clear your map. There's a okay. scripture that's amazing, okay? Uh -huh. <laughs> sorry, Jacob. There's I'm sorry, I, I'm just. <laughs> be there's a scripture. Just be quiet, man. Let me hear it. I, I, I have been mentioning this a lot lately because I want to see if you get it, okay? The Bible says that a, a, a man of God uh, can judge all things, but he himself cannot be judged by any man. And that's a scripture a lot of people don't understand. But it's everything we're talking about, okay? We, we judge all things not, not to condemn, but to discern. Do you understand? And we do that through the Holy Spirit, because it's a spiritual man that can judge all things, right? Yeah. So so it's the man who's, who's listening and following God. He can judge these things. He can see them. Yeah. Okay, it's discernment. But he can't be judged by any, any man, because... He, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in Christ, it doesn't matter what the world's going to do. The world's going to judge you about everything, right? But it doesn't affect you. Why? Because that's the chaos we were talking about. We're on the inside of it or on the outside of it or whatever you want to do. I like the storm thing. So you get it? So so like me, I have everybody comes against me all the time. I don't even care. I don't. If it's worldly, I don't care. If it's not worldly, then I do care. I try to correct it. If it is worldly, I try to help the other person see it. You get it? Yeah. I had a meeting with the whole church, and I I, let, I laid down the law in a very loving and gentle way. But I'm I'm never going to support you if you're outside of Christ. It's not going to happen. But if you're in Christ, you'll get more support than you ever dreamed of. Mm -hmm. You understand? Yes. But don't expect me to support you when you're doing the wrong thing. It's not going to happen. Right. You get it? Yep. See? And if you feel like you're not being supported, something's not right. Yeah. Understand? And that's the truth. You know? Amen. So, I forgot what I was telling you, but I'll still love you, and I'll still try to help you understand it. You get it? Because I, I'm, I'm not being judged by the world. 
So I'm not going to act like the world. Right. I can still deal with it. Uh, you mentioned in Vision 6, the armor. People take it off and on. Is that because they're they're part of the world? Yeah, we all are. I mean, the, there's areas, there's areas in every one of our lives where we fall short. You know, we like right. we're compromising. Is that yeah. another word? Like we're compromising. Yeah, that's a perfect word. And I think a lot of times compromising can be at work. That's not like that. Yeah, I also like it can be to, can to be, be right. more. I didn't hear the word. What you say? Oh, the compromising. Can it be you, at work? At work. Like you compromise at work. Oh yeah. Things are outside yeah. of Christ. Even things around your family. Mm -hmm. You know you taking that, like oh man that was me that's been me right now. You know, do you know what the exact pieces of the armor is? Because that's the whole that's the whole thing of what people. Um, take off. This is this is your faith. When you re when you're reading it, it is Christianity. It's what you're supposed to become. It's um, in verses 14 down of Ephesians 6. It says, "Stand firm, then." Yeah, okay. Duh, what? Duh. Duh. Oh, I thought yes. you said duh, like yeah. duh. <laughs> I was like, duh, what? <laughs> like, no, duh. Duh means uh, duh. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Six, oh! Yes and right. I thought it was like, duh, explain things. Duh. All right. Man, That's what I'm telling you. you. I was the one who said it. He was. You didn't say it. You need to be quiet. Okay. Okay. I'm mad at you. Four, six, 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 it says, stand firm then with the belt of truth your around truth? your waist. No. The world's truth? No. With the breastplate We're of righteousness. We're going to end the Sunday sermon. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> with the breastplate of righteousness in place. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit in all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. Wow. That is your armor. It starts, he starts it all off with truth. Like Matt was trying to talk about that he kept uh, nailing in was, uh, what is the truth? Who's truth? What is truth? It's this. this. It's what God spoke. It's what Jesus lived. Yeah. That is truth. That's the only truth you're going to see in the world. Because everyone else is going to lie to you. Everyone else is going to try to steal from you. Everyone else is going to try to uh, manipulate you. There's only one truth, and it comes from the Word. Your dad just hit a home run. Uh, when Jesus was before Pilate, he told Pilate, uh, what you say is the truth. And Pilate said, truth? What is truth? Right? And, G and uh, Paul writes that um, let every man be a liar and God be true. Exactly. Ooh. You get it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. you ever... not across the fence. She's in Oregon right now. Oh, okay. You ever, um, you ever see that movie Alita Battle Angel? 
Mm-hmm. Um, you did? So in that movie, she's like a robot, right? Mm-hmm. But she has like a Alita Battle Angel. Battle Angel. Can I watch it or is it bad? No, you can watch it. Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, she's like an android that's found in a junkyard, and they put her back together and everything. But she, that? but she, she has. Human. She was human at one point. Oh yeah, that's and then, and then they, they put her back together from parts and yeah, and, and so uh, when they put her back together with, it's just like like a, a standard issue like right the droid body, you know? yeah. right? And she's like she she has so much more in her. But she can't do those things because of the body that she's in. Right. She but when she finally gets her true body, her true armor, she's able to do what she's supposed to, what, what she was ah, built bam, for. Home run, kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why I wanted to bring it up. But her conscience and her memory, everything came back to her. Right, and that, and that's what putting the the full armor of God is on. It's the same thing. Like, we're, there there our potential comes out with this. Yes. You know, when we put that on. Right. But like when we're we when we don't don't have the armor of God and we are a part of that chaos you know yes. and, and, and taking the armor off isn't isn't like oops I messed up I should have been a Christian no it, it's that like oh I'm gonna choose this sin that's taking your armor off you know yeah, that, I always said people don't backslide they backstep yeah yeah you know like yeah when, when you mess up and you're still walking with the Lord that's you awesome. give it right to God immediately right then and there right but right. like when you go no I'm gonna do this you know we're all Christians we're all Christians right? right we've all done this right wait wait I can't be the only one right you know you go like you even know yeah. that's taking that's taking the armor of God off because right. now you're serving yourself and you're not doing you're not offering yourself as a true sacrifice that we're called to be, you know. Um, and so, yeah, you're walking in the flesh. You're taking that armor off. But when, uh, but once we have the armor on, our potential comes out. You know, uh, people see us different. People are like, "How do you do that?" You know, or you know, it, it's just that's why I brought up that movie because that movie showed it in in a, in a way in a worldly example. Yeah. You know what it's like to have the armor of God on. That was yeah, that was what analogy. happened to me today. It was easy. Mm-hmm. Not only not only did the person already see it in me to ask the question, but I got to share the scriptures God gave me that I was studying for myself. It was exactly what the other person needed. Was what I was going through at the time with the Lord. You understand? Yes. And I was trying to figure out, Lord, how, how how can I apply this even deeper in my life? Right. You know, and and you know how I applied it deeper in my life was by sharing it with somebody else. It's beautiful. You get it? I get it. Oh, come on. You don't get it. Go on. Nobody's listening. <laughs> you see, that's why I wanted to mention that to you guys. I want to go Because each piece isn't something that you, you're supposed to take off. It's supposed to be a part of you. It's supposed to be, like he was are. mentioning, this android. It's a body that they couldn't take off. Because if they took it off, they were just going to be a hit. Yeah, it was built for her. Just like how exactly what, what God has given us was built for us. You know? He's, exactly. He's, he's redeemed us back to that which he created. Right, whole. exactly. Not in pieces. We're whole. It's all one. Yeah. That's why in something the, only place, is, the only place you can really be whole, though, is in Christ. In Christ, yeah. Yeah. Because, let me explain something to you. One day we will be whole with him yes. eternally. And that's what we're trying to achieve here. Why? Why? Okay, nobody's listening. I understand it. Really, really, you're not. But 
Why do you wait to be over there when you can be over here? Amen. Thank you, brother. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. You get it. Somebody was listening. <laughs> you have to wait to get there when you can do it here. Amen. You know, because everything he gives us here will be eternal there. Eternal there. Do you understand? Right. Yeah, we don't have to wait to get there to be that here. Yeah, yeah we can already take some pieces of it. Yeah. You know? Let's yeah. do it now. I've met people, Spectrum. you guys, that are so beautiful in the Lord that... Um, that just coming out of their pores, every word out of their mouth is, is gentle and scriptural. You know what I mean? It's like in a normal conversation, and you're just like blown away because you know the word, but you've never put it into that kind of practice where it just comes out in a conversation. Every word, every sentence is the word of God. You know, it's like it's like somebody's reading the Bible to you just by speaking, and yet it still keeps in line with the conversation you're having. That's crazy to me. It's wonderful. I love it. I grew up with old men like that, you know? Beautiful. Onward. Verse 3. Back to... All right, so... You guys left off at 6, right? Yep. <laughs> Again? Where are we at? 6. 12, so six. I, Romans 12. Six. I kind of want to read it all from 4 and 8 are kind of one giant idea. Okay. You know? Uh, we can explain each one, but uh, 4 through 8 is the whole context of what, what he's talking about. So it says, For just as each one of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function. Remember I said there was an order to God, yeah. and we're not all called to that same purpose, right? Like, imagine if we all became, you know, pastors, you know, like, all every one of us would get up on Sunday, you know, and preach to one another or you know we'd fall short in areas that we would right. need like we would need a worship director we need someone to do media we need someone to clean the building we need someone to greet people you know um, um, we're not all called to the same purpose you know and that's what he's starting to get here with many members with many functions um, so in Christ we though many form one body and each member belongs to all the others that's the most important scripture right so, um, sorry, you, I lost my train of thought. Uh, one body. Different members. Oh, yeah. So in Christ, we, though many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others, right? We're all, we, we all, we, oh, yeah, <laughs> you keep messing me up. All together, together. Yeah. we all we all won. Okay, right. so. <laughs> <laughs> you up again, huh? He wonders why I can't focus. Come on, now. <laughs> it's it's because I'm waiting for you to like shoot me down if it's wrong, you know. Um, I didn't shoot you down. <laughs> I would never shoot you down. Continue. Um. So, like, even though, um. Like, okay, so the worship director, right? So Francis, right? She's our worship director. And uh, then we have Matt, right? We don't look at, like, worship, uh, the worship director a lesser place than being the pastor of the church. It's just a different part of... Different position. Yeah, it's a different... It's this different piece to form the whole body, you know? Otherwise, if we didn't have a worship director, you know... 
Uh, Paul, I think, actually gets to talk about it. It's either in this book the puzzle. or... Without, without, without yeah. one piece, you can't complete the Is puzzle. Is it in this book? Because I think it's in Corinthians too, right? Yeah. It's in Corinthians. Yeah, where, okay, like... Say say we didn't have a worship director and Matt had to fill in the more worship director. Now he's doing what the foot's supposed to be doing, but he's the hand, right? So the hand is like walking the body around when the, the foot's supposed to be walking the body around, right? You know? And so we're all called to a purpose. And it's not like a purpose like you have to do this. Usually like what you're called to do is something you would want to do. You know, it, it's like you like doing crafts. Well, you're you're called to it because that's what you like doing you know it, it, that's that's the part that you're called to you know like if you like messing around with the media then you're called to the media you know if you like if you like playing music if you like teaching you're, you're called to all these and you can have multiple multiple ones of them you know like you don't have to just stick to one but at the time you're called to a specific a specific one you know we're all supposed to want each other's gifts too right is that one of the scriptures somewhere in Say it again to me what it says. Oh, you the should gifts? you should pray for and desire the spirit the greater gifts. Right. So and, But it doesn't mean that you're all gonna have them, but you, you could pray for them and, and if you desire them. Yeah, if you desire and you, you can you you can learn them, you know. Uh I think we are all equally created, you know, it's just like some people are better at some things because there's some type of secret they found in their walk that allowed them to ex excel that much further and they just don't know how to articulate it to the next person, you know. That's how I see it. They're just different gifts. We all have different gifts. Yeah. Different things. Yeah. We're Casey all unique said, in one way or another, you know what I mean? Casey said, we all fail at this right. walk often. That is why there are scrapes. So we repent of known huh? and unknown sins and then plead of the blood of Jesus over ourselves and then put on the armor. Garments of praise, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, be fitted with the boots of the gospel of peace, helmet of salvation, the sword of truth, and shield of faith. And, and she also says, I also ask for a mantle of humility every day. And then John 1, 1, in the beginning, the Word already existed, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And then, and then 2 through 5 is pretty nice. And then Judy says, a different gift. Yeah. We all have a different gift. Yeah. And, and being these like these in these areas of the church, we're all we're all part of that one body, and we all love each other equally in that way. And that's what Paul was getting on in, in this. I didn't mean to drag it on like crazy, like I did. Exactly. We should also take it as working together. Yeah. Exactly. The body doesn't work separate. Yeah. All work together. Yeah. What happens when one body struggles? One body part. The other has so the body struggles. Oh, yeah. Everyone starts struggling, but they're all trying to also help that one. Who is exactly. The other parts of the body are, are, are uh, working together to try to... Well, that's why Paul uses that example, yeah. is because the body, if one part of it is mangled or gone or missing, you know... Uh, the rest of the body that's makes up for that right? one part, you know, whether... Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> it also says if one rejoices, then we all rejoice. Exactly. That's beautiful. That's, see, that's the way it's supposed to be. Oh, that's the way it should be. Right? But instead, we're all jealous. Like, look at yeah. Mike got a new like car. Like, separate people. But, yeah, we're not. That's yeah. why I said the most important verse car. back in Romans... I don't like it. Was, um, I ain't jealous, I just don't like him. <laughs> that, that we all belong to each other. And he said he'd give me the joke anyway. 
I want to read this. I would have if you were around. Can I read this to you guys? Uh, this explains it in First uh, Corinthians 12. 12. This explains it in detail. This explains it in detail. There's an end to this that um, that is the way that Jacob was talking earlier that, that was so righteous, okay? I want to read this to you guys. The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts. And though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, in, in, uh, one spirit into one body, whether Jew or Greek, slave or free. That makes us all equal and the same. We're all taught by the same spirit, the same word of God, everything, okay? For we were baptized, all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jew, Greek, slave or free. And we were all given the same one spirit to drink. Okay? Now, the body is not made up of, of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. That's something right there. Before I go any further, I wanted to real quick share with you guys. A lot of times people say, I want to do what they're doing. I want to do that. If God didn't call you to it, don't do it. Pray about what your gift is, and then be diligent in what God shares with you. Amen? Because there's a lot of people that are like, well, if I can't do this, then I'm not part of it. But he says right here, it would not, for that reason, cease to be part of the body. You understand? We just need to know what part we are. Where does God want us? What is our gift? What are we What are we not doing we're supposed to be doing? But how do we find out what that is? What the gift is? Yeah. Amen. Well, first off, I'm going to share it with you the way I see it, okay? The way I've always seen it. You're born with your gifts. I believe that you were born into this world with your gifts. A lot of us use them in the world when we're, when we're meant to use them for Him. Even if we're in the world using them, it needs to be for Him. Okay? But those gifts are being developed one way or the other, okay? But the closer we get to the Lord, the more He shows them to us. What I do in the church is I see where somebody's already doing the work. It's already their gift. They're already doing it. And then I talk to them about taking those positions. Do you understand? I, I talk to them, I ask them to pray about it. Because um, most of the time when somebody's shy or, or they're kind of quiet or they're just kind of coming to church for a while and you watch them for a while, you see what their gift is because they're already, they're already doing it. You know what I mean? But also God, as you get closer to Him, can develop other gifts in you as well. And so, um, so that's how you know. You know by knowing Him. He reveals everything to us, gives us everything we need. And and remember we were talking, Jacob was talking to you earlier about the scales that fall from your eyes. That's so we can see clearly the things that are in front of us. And we can take a sober judgment of ourselves and we can miss. And we, everything we're talking about is what um, helps us develop that spiritual gift. But I really believe, I, it's been my experience that we're born with them. Yeah. It's who we are. It's part of, it's part of our nature. And we don't know what that is because we're living in the world in chaos. When we come out of the chaos, God reveals things to us. We start to wake up. We're, it's beautiful when we, when we know. Yeah, that, that's why I said earlier that it's, it's already something that, that you, you like to do because you're already doing it. It's just you might have just not realized yet, which goes along with yeah. what, because you're just doing it, but you haven't looked at it through like, okay, what does God want me to do, you know? A lot of people that are in the chaos still want to do things that other people are doing, but they have no right to do it because they weren't called to. You see what I'm saying? I've had people tell me 
right to my face that they could do a better job as a pastor than what I do. Oh, wow. I said, do it, bro. Oh, wow. Right? Or they criticize me constantly oh, because of this, that, and the other thing. And, and I let it go. I just love them more, you know? But sometimes when, when, I, when I think, oh, here's an opening, I'll put them in a position where they're responsible like that. And they give it to somebody else, man, or they back out, or something happens. They weren't called to it. They want to do it. They desire it. And it's a good thing to desire, but you need to pray for that. You know, seek out the things that God's already doing in your life. Live up to what he's always already calling you to. Amen. And that's what makes up his body. He knows what he created you to be. And he knows exactly where he needs you to create this body. It's so like who he is. You see, you see someone who grows up and they have a talent for singing or a talent for, for playing guitar or piano or something like that. Just, you know, a gift, an art, artistic gift. Well, then they go out and use it, make money or whatever. You know, that becomes their career. But those those gifts um, were God-given and, and, and they should be used to worship God. I mean, yeah, we can use them to further ourselves in the world too, but but we need to glorify God with those. And the, and the closer you get to Him, the more you want to do that. I knew a lady who was just mean and hateful, the worst person you could ever want to be around. Okay, I'm just constantly threatening, just nasty. Okay, and then she truly gave her life to Christ, and she became like that little girl she was before any of the chaos in her life happened. All the divorces and the deaths and the this and the drugs and alcohol and all that stuff, okay? And she became like that little girl again that God created her to be. And she is the most encouraging person I've ever met in my life now. She's so bubbly and so loving that she encourages everybody around her. That's her gift. That's her gift. And it always was there. It always was there. It's just the world stole it away. The enemy, you know, stole it away. Amen? Amen. And God gives it back. It's beautiful. So let me finish this. This is really Get good. your prayers in. Get your yeah. prayers in. Nine minutes. Got nine minutes. Here we go. No, we weren't going to get anywhere. It would not, for that reason, cease to be a part of the body. So you can't be something you're not, okay? Just find out what you are and, and, and start doing it. Because you know why, you guys? The body's never going to be what it should be unless we're all doing what we were called to do. Right. Amen. You want to see this place flourish and grow and be filled with life? We need to be the people God's calling us to be. And we need to be doing the things. Not not two or three people can do everything. But what if you're like the appendix? Let me get to it. We're going to get there. I want to share something with you guys, okay? Because there's going to be some people in the church. There's going to be some people in the church that, that struggle and they have hard times. And, and they're maybe they're slower than other people. Maybe this, maybe that. Watch, we're going to get there. It, it would not, not, those are the ones I'm always going to defend and always stick up for, okay? Uh, it would not, for that reason, cease to be a part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, cease to be part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, can you imagine? We were all pastors like Jacob said earlier. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God, uh, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. That's everything we were just talking yeah. about, right? Right. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, 
but one body. And here's the part I wanted to read to you guys. I read all that just to get to this. I forgot where I'm at. Okay. 21. I'm at 21? Yes. Okay, the eye cannot say to the hand, I do not need you. And the, the hand cannot say to the feet, I do not need you. Listen, ready? On the contrary, here's where I wanted to be. Those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. You guys, they're indispensable. We're all, yeah, we're all part of this body. We need each other. We need each other. We need, we need each other. Amen. Amen. I broke my toe last week and I've been suffering. And I'm going to tell you something else. I got to tell you guys something. My whole body aches because of that toe. Yeah. Everything else is compensating for it, right? Exactly. And if I overdo stuff, like I went to work one day, if I overdo stuff, I'm super tired. Why? Because my whole body's working. Compensating. To try to yeah, compensate for that. that you get it? Yeah. Right? That's, that's the, the kind of church. that's the way the church is. Mike said it earlier, but I'm gonna tell you like this. If somebody's hurting, we all need to suffer with that person and love that person and help them through it. Right? If some if something great happens, we need to be just as joyful as they are for them. You see? Right? Right. Watch. And then if we think we know something, we have to have our way, that's being something you weren't called to be. You get it? Yeah. If, if, if there's three or four people and they're all going different directions in the same program, that's chaos. Yeah. Right? If none of it goes against Christ, people just need to humble themselves and pick one of them. If we're all doing the one thing, it's going to turn out great. Yeah. Let it, that's not part of the body. Three parts of that aren't part of the body. Yeah, it goes back to, to what Paul was writing in, I think, chapter 10. Or like, who are you, a mere human being, to talk back to God? Amen. Shall what is formed say to the one who formed, formed it? it? Why did this? Yeah, you know. Okay. But in, instead, we should come to God and go, okay. Well, Are you kidding me? It's beautiful. Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just oh, talking no. with you. Oh, no. Uh, finish the scripture, but finish what you're thinking. Uh, but but God created us for a purpose. And, and for us to figure that out, we don't go to him. We want to be this. I was made for this. No, we go, okay, what did... Yeah. Help me see what I was created for, yeah. Lord. You know, you humble yourself in in that thing, right? Yeah. Full, bringing us back to the entire context of what Paul's writing in, in this first part of the letter. I would yeah. rather be the doormat that he was talking about than be somebody who's lording over you. That's why you are named Matt. You get it? I don't want to lord over you. I want us to work together. I don't, you know, I don't need that. Here, watch this, what it says. 23, right? Listen to this, watch. And the parts that, that we think are less honorable, there's no sober judgment in thinking somebody's less honorable. Watch what it says. Here's a sober judgment. Are you ready? And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. Amen. Amen? Right? Raise them up. Yes. Yeah. I've been in churches where the people think other people are too stupid to make decisions and all kinds of stuff like that. You know what I mean? Those people they think are too stupid, I honor above them the people who are saying that. I remember hearing You remember that, huh? And what have I done ever since then? I made that right and honored that person. Amen? You get it? I showed more love to that person. Because that person needs it because they're sick and tired of being abused by everybody around them. You, spell, you show that person special honor. 
Otherwise, you're going to hurt your toe, and then we're all going to be tired. Yeah. <laughs> it was 12 years ago, and I'm still doing it. Think about that. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Okay, here we go. Hurry, hurry. And then? And the parts that where am I at? You left your. And okay, and the part that uh, um, we treat with special modesty. This part I like. Let me read that. Yes, here you go. And did a special honor. Okay, and the parts that are unpresentable. Wow. That's awesome. Are treated with special modesty. I love that. There's mm -hmm. people, you guys, that I treat that way. They're not there yet. I love that. You understand? We have to cover them. We have to cover them. We have to cover them the way Christ covered us. We have to cover them the way you cover your spouse. Yes. You get it? Yeah. I love that. While our pre uh, presentable parts need no special treatment, but God has combined the members of the body and, and has given great honor to the parts that lack it. Isn't that beautiful? So that there should be no division in the body. Get it? So, so, so here's what that is. I'm going to share it with you, okay? Nobody else is listening, but you are, okay? I'm the pastor, right? I don't climb up the ladder to be noticed or recognized. I climb down the ladder to reach somebody and help them come up. Did you hear it? Otherwise, he'd buy a big hat. That's what that's saying. You get it? The one who had, the one who needs no special honor, because they're already that person, right? They reach down to bring people up. They don't get elevated. That, you know what, you guys? If I needed to be elevated by you, I would be um, insecure. I wouldn't have anything I share with you. You get it? But I'm very secure in who I am in Christ. And, and it's the scripture I shared with you a minute ago, okay? I can judge all things but not be judged by any man. Because I'm very secure in who I am in Christ. I don't care what the world thinks. Understand? I care about the world because God so loved us that He sent His Son. We have to. We still have to be in the world, sharing Christ with people and loving them to show them the love of God. Amen. So their life can be changed too, right? But I'm not judged by them. I live by a different standard. The only one that judges me that I worry about. Amen. He has, he has the ability to cast my soul into the pit of hell. Amen. You get it? Amen. Can I read it? Yes, read it. Yeah. It's just first Corinthians. Another one listening to that. I love it. First Corinthians 2 12. Oh, yeah, I was going to go there. Go 12 ahead. and 16. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teach, but with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God for their foolishness to him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. But he has, but he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged by no man. Bam! For he who hath known the mind of the Lord that they may struggle. But we have the mind of Christ. Amen. I forgot that last part, and that's important. Huh? There's another one too I've been I've been meditating on lately. Right? Um, to the pure, all things are pure. So he's talking about, like, you can see somebody who's not pure, but still see what Christ can do. You don't see the, the wrong or the bad or the hurt, or you just want to help them see the truth. You understand? 
right? But to the corrupt, all things are corrupt. We, we need to be that person who sees things the way that Christ sees them. Amen. Yeah, your perception. Yeah. Even though the, the person or the situation hasn't changed, your perception changes everything. Or it can. It does. It, it does. You just read it too, and it, it made sense. It does. Right? I was telling somebody today that scripture where it says that he, it's like heaping hot coals on their brow. Right? Because yeah, like, we don't let them dictate our faith. We're who we are in Christ no matter what. You get it? Right? People think that's a bad thing. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be nice to them just so they get those hot coals on their brow. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. Feed if him. he is thirsty, give him something to drink. Yeah. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Yeah, but the burning coals isn't a, isn't a bad thing. It makes them become sober and see what you're actually doing and the love that you have. It changes that. It's the spirit shining on their light. It's in the section we're reading in Romans. Right, right yeah. Romans. I keep yeah. going back Sorry. and forth. I don't know where I'm going. Ding, 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 ding. I'm done. I'm okay. done. Okay. Romans. 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 That goes over what we just bought. Well, I like this. Elaine and Beth company. Actually, we. <laughs> I'm making a purpose. I'm really honest. I love it. They know it so well. <laughs> Yeah. Really? I, don't know. What you're I, 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 I don't know why I do that. I don't it just comes out. For what? I'm going to share a problem with you, but I still want you to do it. I know. A lot of people will come at first and they'll be to that's why I want, what I really see happening is oh, prayer being the foundation. I really am. Yeah. Like, we found it. Why don't you do that? 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 I just to let you guys know we're still online and people are listening. I have a question. Yeah, do you remember the chaos on Send it. Ma'am? Go ahead. We were all talking at the same time. <laughs> right. And we were, and it's it's a mess. It's a mess. But the sure. question is my on. granddaughter Aubrey wanted to know. Okay. Why are you always saying nobody's listening? Well, she's she's being funny. I know that exact answer. <laughs> Matt told it to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. trying to ruin it. It's trying to say it's, it's trying to get people to listen. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's when what he, I told uh, her, but she goes, but he says it, and I'm listening. There's a lot so, of times too where he's uh he's trying he's to get done with the sentence. Too. He's done with the sentence, and to make sure everyone was listening, he says, 
No mm-hmm. one's listening. I think the other half of the time is because he forgot what he was talking about. He just says it. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I agree on that one. The truth is, I'm not listening. (laughs) So that that's your answer. No, it's it's what Mike said. It's actually what Mike said. It's it's reverse psychology. It's just to get. It's what Jacob said. Or Jordan said. Just to get you guys to think about what was just said. You know what I mean? It's funny to me. It's, it's, it's like a joke. I used to take offense to it. It's like, like a joke to get you to think deeper, you know? Yeah. All right. Any other prayers? Yeah. Alonzo, of course, he's been rocking it with his sort of gown and his um, kidney something. I wanted, um, for my daughter, she went back to school full time. And she's been, yeah, she's been praying. Thank God, praise God. <laughs> But I just wanted to, you know, continue Victoria and Kathy. Victoria. Yeah. I, I knew and that was somewhere in here. She's done with um, Beauty College, and now she's going for her community college because she wants to. Fundamentals. Yes. So she's like, Mom, you know, I just, I don't know, it's in my heart. So that's what she wants to do now. So I just want to continue. Yeah. Not yeah. a beauty school drop-off. Yeah, she's pretty good. We need to pray for Tony, too, because she started school in Paris. She started today. She started today? Was it good? I was really nervous, like for the first half of uh, the day, I didn't speak. Yeah. <laughs> you, watch yeah out, you'll listen, get it. you watch out for those guys because they're going to like that accent. Remember who you are. Remember who you are, okay? All right. Yeah. How long have you been here? Um, last Friday, I. Am I wrong? Last Friday? Oh, yeah. you only been here a week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, right on, right on. That's why we got first. All right. Pray more prayers. Oh, yeah. Um, pray for Paul. He really needs it. Yeah, you and do. then pray for um, for Donovan and those on that. All right, I don't care. Pray for the rest. Yes, no, I we mean, pray for Paul. Wait, we well, we you pray for Angie. Exactly. Read my talk. God changes your heart. Uh, I need well, to... not on the situation, no, but on the attitude. Yeah. yeah. I need to. <laughs> prayer for my job that I brought up a couple weeks ago but I just got an email back saying that she's not accepting concrete samples again and I just don't know what to tell her I'm an electrician <laughs> I tried to mask the building yeah <laughs> like I'm having nightmares you know people like say they have nightmares of like Oh, I went to school with my pants off, you know, like, you know? No, I don't know what kind of thing No, like, how you, like, you're on stage That's or something? weird. No, isn't that a... I thought that was, like, a normal... You're on teeth falling out? You're on the mic. Teeth falling out. Okay, so I've never had the teeth falling out one, but, like, instead of having teeth falling out, it's like, I'm going to wake up... I'm going to have a nightmare of, like, I need a concrete sample that matches this building. Just have her, have her pay somebody else to fix it. You just pay her back. I don't know. I just don't know what to do. So. That's what they. That's what you get. Well, like you said, else has to cover you. Yeah. Well, like I think I'm gonna have to reach out to one because I went down to the place and I said, "What color is this?" And he was like, "That color." And I was like, "Okay." And she said, "Nope." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." So I just need. What did your in boss that. say? He's on vacation. <laughs> that's that's where, the worst. That's where I would be. If you guys have any real issues, I'm on vacation. <laughs> oh, could you guys do me a favor? Pray that I get another job. Okay. All right. 
Are you still taking care of the old man? Yeah, I'm taking care of the kid. I'm, I'm taking care of that baby. So right now with me and Darla, she mm -hmm. let me go from Donovan. So I need another dog. Okay. But he coming the old old man. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering that too. Yeah, he was like, is that my wife? Huh? What? Because that's what it means. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but he don't mean the old man. I'm going to start calling Matt that. Yeah, he don't. Yeah, cool. All right, let's pray. Okay. Any others? Is that it? Two felonies that need to be done tomorrow. Ooh, Lord. And, uh, we're hoping that, uh, if my insurance can't cover it, we're not going to get it done tomorrow. So okay. we're hoping that my insurance can cover that. And Nick was kicking my chair, so you guys get real one. I mean, I guess uh, my family for healing over a loss. Yeah, I'm going to miss it down. They changed the medical state this past year. It's more of a Oh. I know. Yeah, the Israelites get like seven days, right? Yeah. She's got seven days. I've seen marriages break up everything over. Oh, or something like that? That's crazy. Yeah, give her time. And I told the person, give her time, and he didn't. No? She got divorced. Crazy. Yeah, so give her time and just love her. Come on, that's all I've been doing. It's part of what we're called for. Amen. Great. All right, let's pray. Any others? Butter, that's it? You look right at me. Now I have to say it. I was, I was my job, everybody. You know, I want to start a career or something. I was thinking you made a career job. And I want back to be in the unit. Yeah, man. Me too. Hey, don't say that. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. You ever been to his barber shop but in Redlands? That guy, little man, different, separate. He tried to introduce me to him. Uh -huh. I tried to introduce him. That's hilarious. I said, over here and figure it out. No, all I wanted you to see oh. is what. Somebody pray for him. Yeah, you'll you'll enjoy what he what he started. Yeah. I said, pray for him. Pray. Step. Hey, man. Sit down. <laughs> You're holding us up. No, no, that's Andrew. She tried to yank the chair out for me. I did not. You there we go. My Jacob. I mean, I'm going to guess that's it. I was highlighting. Okay, come on. <laughs> so, let us pray. Okay, God. Time Dear, to get serious. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this whole study, Lord. Even though we went over the same scripture three times now, um, there must be a reason, Lord, because... You have it. Keep coming, Lord. And so you're trying to get something through. And, Lord, we just ask that uh, we would hear you, Lord. Take away anything that's uh, keeping us stuck on just one spot, Lord, just in one moment in our life. Help us to get past that and to live fully in you, Lord. Let us put on the full armor of God, not just pieces, Lord. Help us to help us to connect with you like we should be. And Lord, we ask that you would lead Lead our lives, lead our careers, lead our entire being, Lord. Lead us to what we're supposed to be doing and not focused on these things of the world, Lord. And Lord, we uh, ask that you would have your hand over Judy's mom, Joyce, Lord, as she's struggling, Lord. She needs your focus, Lord. She needs you, Lord. She needs you to show her where she needs to be, Lord. Lord, uh, those things are hard because we get stuck into these ruts and 
we need a way out, Lord. And Lord, you're the only way out. So we ask that you would just have your hand over her. Lead her out of what she's going through and clear her mind and bring her back to you, Lord. Show her what she's supposed to be doing and where she's supposed to be uh, living her life, Lord. Whatever is holding her back, Lord. We just ask your hand over her. Uh, Grandma, Lord, she's she asked for health and finances, Lord. We just ask that you would help her, Lord. Wherever she's at, whatever's happening in her life, Lord, just help her. Help her with the health and bless her with the finances, Lord. Do your will in her life, Lord. And help her shine your light to everyone around her, Lord. Help her to live your life or live the life you call her to live, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over there, Londo, Lord. Help him to be pain-free, Lord. These kidney stones are killing him. And I knew not too long ago he was supposed to have a doctor's visit to where they were going to take care of it, but it hasn't happened. It was pushed back and all these different things, Lord. We just ask that you would uh, you would fix it all, Lord. Your hand could do all things, Lord. You could remove the kidney stone, make it like it was never there, Lord. And we just ask that you would remove all the pain, Lord. Help him to at least have a bearable pain so that he can do the things he wants to do, Lord. But ideally, we ask that you would remove it all, Lord. Heal his body, Lord. And Lord, we ask your hand over Victoria, Lord, as she just started school, Lord. Be with her, Lord. And strengthen her. Help her to see your light, Lord. And to stay focused on you and shining your light, even in the schools, Lord, where it seems the darkest right now, Lord. We just ask your hand over her, Lord. We ask the same thing over Antonia, Lord, as she just started school. Lord, uh, help her to have a good time here, Lord, as she's here in America. Help her to learn many things, Lord, and at the same time, Lord, help her to see you in it all, Lord. Help her to shine your light, Lord. Help those around her to see it, Lord. Help her to, to make many friends, Lord. Lord, we also ask your hand over... Um, the Ruthio family is over the loss, Lord. Just, Lord, help all those that are struggling. Ali and all the others, Lord, be with each person with what they're going through, Lord. Give them a peace, Lord. You're a God of peace. We read it in Psalm 23 that you lead us by still water. You lead us by the green pasture, Lord. You have these things that are good for us, Lord. And a lot of times, even when we have a loss, even when we have these issues, Lord, be we get stuck in those ruts. We get stuck in those moments, Lord. We just ask that you would have your hand over her. Have your hand over the family. Protect them and bring them into your peace and comfort, Lord. Lord, we uh, ask your hand over Angie's son, Paul, and be with him, Lord. Help him to never take his eyes off you. And even if he does start to stray, Lord, have him come back to you, Lord. Help him to... Be reminded of you daily, Lord. Help him to see your hand in his life in all things, Lord. Help him to shine it, Lord. We ask your hand over Donovan and Nova and the whole situation at that household, Lord. Protect those kids, first of all, Lord. Anything that's not right, anything that's going to uh, hinder your spirit, Lord, we ask that you would put a guard around those kids. Just help them not to pick up those habits, not to pick up the things that are not of you, Lord, but to be protected from those things. Guard their minds and guard their hearts, Lord. Help them just to have your spirit and your angels protecting them, Lord. 
And we ask your hand over Jacob's job, Lord, as he's struggling with this one one job, Lord, the same person. We just ask that you would touch Jacob's job, Lord, and also touch the lives in that job site, Lord. Help them all to see your light, Lord. Hear you, Lord. And help Jacob to continue to shine your light and help him to be able to get through this job and have no real issues come about it, Lord. Help it just to go smoothly. Pull out the knot, Lord. We ask your hand over Angie's job, um, job, Lord. Just be with her looking for a job or getting a new one, Lord. Just help her to help her to have a job that you purposed for her, Lord. A place where you purposed her to where she's able to shine your light and no one come against you, Lord. And even when people do come against her, that she would be strengthened in you. Lord, help her to shine your light in the jobs. Help her to shine your light in her home life everywhere, Lord. Help her to shine it, Lord. We ask your hand over my brother, Lord, as he's about to get feelings and hoping for a teeth cleaning, but depending on the insurance and everything, Lord, just be with him and help it all to go smoothly and in accordance to what he needs, Lord. You know the needs and you know the wants, Lord. We ask that you would provide for the needs, Lord. Just uh, have your blessing over him and have your hand over Nick's friend Angel and over the breakup that she experienced, Lord. Just help her to not lose focus, Lord. Once again, it goes back to that peace and comfort, Lord, that she needs from you. But at the same time, help her to not to be discouraged by people. People are always going to fail you left and right. Pastors, everyone is going to fail you. But Lord, help her to be reminded that you never fail, that you're never going to let her down, Lord. We just ask the, your hand over her. We ask your hand over Mike's career, Lord, as he's looking for a career in um, haircutting, Lord, barbershop. Just uh, first and foremost, when he does start this career, help him to make it all about you, that you're the foundation of the entire building that he's at, the entire career that he's going into, Lord. Help him to put you first and everything else is second. Help him to make you first in the job. Help him to make you first in every single um, person that he cuts hair with, Lord. Help him to have those opportunities, Lord. And that the job would come, Lord. We ask these things in your name and help every person to get home safely, Lord. Just keep us all safe and in your care, Lord. In Jesus' name we say, amen. 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 amen.